listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Doing a cross-section of what's out there in the talk world, the TV talk, the radio talk, the Aaron Rodgers talk. Yap, yap, yap. I'm going to pose a question that I don't think I've heard a good answer for, and it kind of drives this entire Aaron Rodgers conversation. And in five minutes, I'm going to do something that we haven't done on this show for over a year. Yes. And then about 6.50, a little before that Eastern, we're going to have the rarest of rare best bats. It's inside information. Now, that's a dirty word in the Vegas world because the old-time touts, the Saturday morning guys, they'd say, sell your house, sell your car, sell your kids. <laughs> We've got inside information. But this is true inside information, and it's a bet you can make for this weekend. Pros or pro batters and batters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He's Jonas Knox in L.A., the Joe, in my opinion. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we have got some troublesome news for the Los Angeles Lakers. We've also got a big-time doubleheader coming up later on in the NBA. But what could the Vegas lead possibly be here on a Friday? Well, I got to tell you, I'm going to revert. This is kind of suspenseful. Now, check this out, Jonas. Here it comes. I'm turning the tables, and I'm asking you a question. Here's the Vegas lead. You tell me. But not really. It's Aaron Rodgers. But here's the question. What is Aaron Rodgers upset about? I mean, I, I don't know. You'd have to ask Aaron Rodgers. I but, I, I mean, it's all anyone's talking about, right? Yeah, so, I mean, you only can go by what has been out there, and it's everything from – you know, we've heard stuff that, well, I didn't like that Jordan Love was drafted. I didn't like that I wasn't told about Jordan Love. I didn't like that we didn't address other positions of need. Um, then there's been stuff about a contract that has come up, that he was unhappy with his contract. It's We haven't really gotten a firm answer. The only one that feels firm is that he was bothered by the Jordan Love pick. But do we even know that? No. He, we, what I'm saying is maybe he's a Machiavellian genius. Aaron Rodgers. I know he's, you know, I always hear about these guys that are the smart, the smart football players. And I've no doubt he's got an above average intelligence. He's obviously Aaron Rodgers, a super talented football player. Um, but I don't think he's Kaiser Sose. But maybe he is because I don't, I'm thinking back. I know he told us it was a beautiful mystery. I'm not sure what he was talking about, the future. I mean, that's kind of a takeoff on Shanahan saying we don't know if we're going to be alive on Sunday. So there's a lot of mysteries out there in, in the NFL world. <laughs> but what has come from Aaron Rodgers' mouth in the last, well, I don't know, 15 months? Let's say from the day before last year's draft, we've been speculating from that draft onward. He's mad about this. How do you react to that? Oh, I bet he's peeved at this. It's like the guy's dead. On, on, and they were speculating what he would think. He's not kidnapped. He's not at the bottom of a well. At minimum, correct me if I'm wrong, at min, at min if he sees there's a misunderstanding out there, just for the Packer fans, just for his teammates, wouldn't he step up and say, guys, there's been a misunderstanding. Me and so-and-so have a conflict, yeah, but like some clarification. Instead, he's sitting back, and it would seem, if you keep letting something happen— 
If you're watching two kids, right? Let's say you're doing a trial run to see about becoming a father, and you and the wife decide to babysit some cousins or something for the weekend. If the parents show up and two of the boys are fighting, and they've been fighting for about 20 minutes, and you're just sitting there watching, putting odds on it, they would say, you know, Jonas, you're kind of letting this happen, right? Well, in this case, we're the kids... Aaron Rodgers is the supposedly the adult, and he's sitting back and letting us all kind of speculate and not clearing it up, right? Because, I mean, have we heard anything from him? What do you think, McKenzie? All he said after the draft last year was, I'm not going to say I was thrilled. That's okay, exactly red-hot anger. So, so we've, got that, we've, we've got that now straight. He wasn't thrilled <laughs> that a quarterback was taken. Though, and I'll ask Jonas another question. I'm R.J. Bowe. We're straight out of Vegas. Jonas Knox in L.A. Colin was saying, well, right here in FSR, the Packers humiliated Aaron Rodgers, so he did it back to them. So, wait, drafting a player at your position is now a humiliation? Like, let's start. Like, what, what does that even mean? Like, what I, rights does the team – at what point would the Packers be allowed to draft a quarterback? <laughs> It, it, there's there's a couple of portions of that that I don't understand. So he's upset because they drafted Jordan Love, and people think that you know, okay, well he was human. Because I've heard that and it's not just Colin. A lot of people have said, oh yeah, he was humiliated on on draft day, and it's okay. Well, why? Because they drafted a quarterback? No, because they traded up to draft a quarterback. Well, like what difference does it make? I mean, if they traded up because they felt like that was a guy that they think could be a quarterback of the future, that's fine. But Aaron Rodgers, of all people, should know what that's like. Because because he was drafted when the Packers had a quarterback, and he didn't get on the field for three years. So I, he may just be, and I don't know the guy. I've never met him. Don't know you know anything about you know personal life, all that stuff. None of my business. But he might Kaiser just so be, say you've never met. Or he, yeah, no, never, never. <laughs> he he might just be somebody who is never really happy and doesn't know why. Because there was a story that came out after he won the Super Bowl. And I'm not going to name the team that he won the Super Bowl against because I don't want to bring up bad memories. But he, uh, <laughs> but he won the Super Bowl, and he was talking in an interview how when he was flying on the plane home and he was sitting next to the Lombardi Trophy, he just thought, is this it? I thought there would be so much more that came along with it. And maybe he's just one of those guys that's never truly happy and just trying to find an answer to whatever his happiness is going to be. I think, again, to some degree, it feels like we're being belittled having to speculate about this guy. But in another way, what else? I mean, if it's the number one conversation of the day, we got to do what we got to do. And I think that... What we're going to try to do here is, and I agree with you on one thing, Colin is not in any way saying anything other people, I mean, it feels like everyone's got their variation of a take and no one's as egregious. I I think the thing no one's asking is, where's Aaron Rodgers in this? Meaning, where is he physically? Why isn't he helping us understand it? And if it's all because he loves the attention, okay, the Kardashians love the attention, but we all seem to identify that and kind of look at it and go, yeah, they make billions. Boy, they seem needy about that attention. Okay, what's for dinner? Like, we all kind of <laughs> realize what is going on, but with Aaron Rodgers, it seems like we're fooled by it. And there's some sense that there's some grand plan, and maybe there is a grand plan, but it doesn't have the welfare of the Green Bay fans at the heart of it. 
Right? That I know. Yeah. It doesn't have football fans in general at the heart of it. It doesn't have the franchise Green Bay at the heart of it. I think it has at the heart Aaron Rodgers. Now, is that wrong? No. Self-interest is human. That's human nature. But when you have so much, and it seems like you only care, or you care about yourself in an inordinate degree, more than maybe... It's easy for us to say, well, if I had $20 million, I'd give it to the poor, or blah, blah, blah. I'd give it to my brother. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Make the money and see. So I'm not trying to spend Aaron Rodgers' money. I'm not telling him what to do. What I'm saying is, if I'm a Green Bay fan, I can't be thrilled with Aaron Rodgers. No. Uh, so let's debunk another just falsehood here. Tom Hagen at the end of Godfather. Senator, you owe us an apology. Okay, well, <laughs> here I think there's a falsehood that needs to be cleared up. All right, so we came up with a concept called pregame playoff points. Now, what is that? That is simply saying if you make the playoffs, you make one point. For every round you advance after that, you get another point. And if you win the Super Bowl, you get a bonus point. So you get the round going to the Super Bowl and then a bonus because you know what? We count rings here. That's it. It's real simple. So last year, the Browns made it to the second round, right? So they made it to the playoffs, won a game, got to the second round. They got two points for last year. Tampa Bay got, it's, uh, what, seven points for this win, right? Five, okay. five points, six points with the bonus point. All right, so six for the Super Bowl. So last year, Tampa Bay gets six. Cleveland gets two. New England gets zero. They didn't make the playoffs. Okay, so since Aaron Rodgers uh Rookie year, 2005. Okay, so you didn't do it his first year he started. You did it the first year he was drafted? Rookie year, yeah, that's, that's what you asked for. Huh, not real sharp. So we <laughs> should have, no, no, no. We should have did it since he, well, why don't we do this? Let's save this, and we'll do that during the break. Because what we want to show is, and the easy answer here is, that Green Bay, at least from the far three years, and we'll subtract that out, from the far three years, is the third most successful team in football during that time. So it's New England, Seattle, Green Bay, then Pittsburgh, then Baltimore. So all this talk, and isn't it coincidental that that talk also was Russell Wilson, or at least his uh, surrogates, his agents, whatever, that Seattle better shape up. Seattle better shape up and do what's right. Get him some weapons, get him some linemen. Do right by Russell. Let him cook. Okay? Well, Seattle in this era has been the second best team. Well, let's get specific. Green Bay's been the third. So I get Aaron Rodgers is a part of that, and he has a right to say, I contributed a massive, more than anyone, to be honest. But it's not like he's so good that his team stinks and then he rose him up to be the third best. No, it's the team's done a pretty good job, too. And you know who else we've heard a lot about that hasn't done right by a quarterback is, oh, Bill Belichick. Oh, let me look. He's number one on the list. So, Jonas, isn't it interesting? In the last 12 months, we've heard how the Patriots got what they had coming to them because they didn't support Brady, right? So he left, right? And now we're here in Seattle hasn't done right. And Green Bay hasn't done right. The three most successful teams by playoff advancement somehow are derelict in their duties. It's not the quarterback's fault that they're mad. It's the team's fault for falling so short of the quarterback. Doesn't it seem absurd that the three most successful teams 
that that's what we're hearing about? It, it, well, it's and it's it's funny because I've always thought about this. We look at Tom Brady and we go greatest quarterback of all time, uh, t- like more success at the position when it comes to Super Bowls than anybody in the history of the game. Seven Super Bowl wins. Well, that means that he didn't win the Super Bowl fourteen years. Like that, like that's what we're talking about. So when we look at these guys and we go, man, they're all time great, all time great, all time great. It doesn't mean they're going to win every year. My problem with the Rogers stuff is, and we've talked about it on the show. It, it'd be one thing if if he was dragging a team and they were barely making the postseason and he was you know limping off the field because he had nothing around him. They've been to the NFC title game two years in a row and they've come up short and they got blown out uh, at the first one against the Niners. They got they were getting manhandled against uh, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this last one and he's got a history of not playing well. The NFC title games have been, uh, statistically, if I'm not mistaken, some of his worst playoff performances. So it's not like he hasn't had an opportunity to go to more Super Bowls. They've He's got talent on the roster. Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, David Bakhtiari, although he was injured last year, one of the best offensive linemen in the league. There's been talent there, and he stills come up short, and I feel like we don't tell that side of the story enough. That's Jonas Knox. We're straight out of Vegas. The way you went about this was coming at it from multiple angles, all arriving at the same conclusion, which is that Green Bay, if here's the thing, speaking of marriage, relationships and such, oftentimes a guy's going to say, you know what, this, you know, my wife demands this, that and the other and she's unreasonable. And, you know, sometimes, you know, wives can be, sometimes husbands can be unreasonable and the question you got to ask yourself is, what about the guy to the left? What about the guy to the right? What's the normal? And if someone wants something from you and they can't point an example of someone else delivering that. So if the wife says, hey, why don't you carry the groceries in from outside? If you walk outside and you see a couple guys walking in with groceries, you're thinking, OK, hey, that's pretty normal. But if she says, hey, why don't you fly with your arms across town, pick me up and fly back? I'm going to look around and say, you know, I don't see that happening. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Well, if all people can, because we started the show by saying Aaron Rodgers, what's he mad about? And no one can answer it. So now we're speculating. And it always comes down to Green Bay's not doing enough. Somehow Green Bay is deficient. Green Bay's fallen short. It's their fault. The Packers' fault. Okay. What's going to measure that? How successful has the team been? And I do find it ironic that Green Bay, since his rookie year, and we'll get the number since a starter after the break, since Aaron Rodgers' rookie year, third most successful team in football by playoff advancement, Green Bay Packers. And ironically, Seattle, who we've heard how bad Pete Carroll is in the Stone Ages, well, they were second. And Obelichak, who wouldn't get Brady receivers, he's first. I don't know. Who is better? Point Aaron, who do you want us to act like? If you're the Packers, and I'm not sure who you could point to because pretty much all of them is going to be below the Packers when it comes to performance. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. 
on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So, RJ, the big story in the NFL is what is happening with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. It's been going on over a week now. Rumors of his eventual departure. Now it feels like maybe he's starting to lean towards coming back. And then there's a contract story that's been out there. Nonetheless, we're trying to get to the bottom of what's actually wrong with Aaron Rodgers here on Straight Edge. What's wrong? Where's Waldo? What's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? Now, when McKenzie was doing some show prep and he sat me, he goes, James Jones came out and he said, he don't think Aaron could have done this. It's like, okay, kind of like A.C. Collins. I mean, it's like the buddies don't always know what someone's doing. But I do think there's something with his James Jones. And I'd like to get your thoughts on it, Jonas. He's obviously in the kind of inner circle, or at least he knows him. I don't think he's going out there freelance and saying a bunch of stuff about you know, reconciliation. It feels like, to whatever Kaiser so say master plan this is for Aaron Rodgers, that he's got the drama he wants. Now he's going to float out there in Tony Soprano's parlance, the re- reconcile. He wants to reconcile, it seems. Boy, this feels like a plan. And yesterday, the Schefter stuff and the coordinated effort, it feels like all this is like a, like a board game. And again, let's give the guy credit. If he is being this Machiavellian, it's, he's a smart guy. But this feels very orchestrated. What did you think of the James Jones and the just general orchestration? I, I think just overall, he's, he's very sensitive to Packers fans being upset with him. Because one of the things that happened this past weekend, he was at the Kentucky Derby. He wouldn't talk on camera about what was going on with Mike Tirico, but he did. No way. Yeah, he he did give Tarico the okay if he wanted to, you know, get his message out during the broadcast. And what he said was, there is an issue with the front office, but he wanted to make it clear. And he reiterated a couple of times, he loves Green Bay, he loves the Packer fans, it has nothing to do with them. I think he's really, really sensitive to that portion of this story, and he's trying to get out as much as he can without having to do it himself, which is weird. Uh, trying to get out as much as he can, that he really loves the organization loves the fan base it's just an issue he's got right now with this front office well yeah i mean who wouldn't be mad you know he signed his contract in 2019 or 18 2018 and aaron Rodgers took home at at signing 67 million dollars in cash so the fact that he's got a contract that is so unfairly underpaying him at this point, a four-year deal <laughs> that only has $99 million guaranteed and $134 million of total earnings, you know, $33.5 million a year. But remember, this is back when, a couple years ago, when it was like, all oh, baseball's salaries are all guaranteed and blah, blah, blah. Okay, he came in, Kirk Cousins did a similar thing and took it all, like the whole bonus and everything at the front. Give me all that. You take, it might take you four years to make up for this, but give me, give me, give me. But then after you get it, it's like giving a kid, letting him open up his gift on Christmas Eve and then him saying, take me to the mall. I want another gift on Christmas Day. <laughs> he got his signing bonus, got all his cash, 67 sticks, 67 million. And a couple years later, he's like, I, I feel like I'm underpaid. I haven't had a bonus for a long time. I mean, what's wrong? And the Packers' response is, okay, you got a good point, Aaron. Yeah, um, can we give you another contract, make you the highest paid player again, and give you a big bonus now and hope maybe that lasts a year or so that you're still happy? <laughs> <laughs> what, were, what, what could Aaron Rodgers do that the media would turn on him? 
Uh, it's there's. Well, that's I mean, the seriously, if he beat up Santa Claus, what would happen then? What would we say? Uh, I think they would just assume that Santa Claus, uh, you know, stole something <laughs> out of his back pocket. Yeah, he stole his wallet, <laughs> or uh, you know, he uh, stole his iPhone charger, or something like that. And then he had every reason to. I, it's it's bizarre. The whole thing is weird. That's Jonas Knox. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas, and we are taking calls for the first time in over a year. I'm so befuddled. I need help. I'm reaching. This is a lifeline to the nation. You can call 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. Now, the call screener's been told, high IQ only. If we don't take any calls, we won't take any. All right? 11 words or less. What do you think, Jonas? We should should we dabble in to see what's out there? Yeah, there's a, we've got a couple that are online that want to uh, want to chime in on this that might have an answer. And we'll start in Virginia, where Mark is listening on Straight Out of Vegas. Mark, eleven words or less, go. Hello, guys. You know something? I thought. <laughs> I, first of all, Gavin is hardcore. I love that. Who's right? Who's doing screening? Is let's do this. What was that fellow's name? That was Mark in Virginia. All right, Mark, if you can double back. He was so nice about the show. If he can double back and get through, we'll put him to the front. But, guys, do you wonder now if we're serious about the 11 words or less? Tell us after. How's this sound? Once we hit the 11 words, you know, we get enough love for the show. Thank you for the love, but we want to stick on Aaron. I love love, but let's stick on Aaron Rodgers. Let's see if if they got the message, Jones. Let's go to Iowa now, where Jake is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Jake, go ahead. They will not mortgage the future for him like the Bucks did with Tom Brady. Now that's right. a smart take. All right. That is a smart take because that's what he wants. And you know what I think, and Aaron, let's be clear. Tom Brady came and said – Hey, listen, I could go anywhere. You guys need a quarterback. And Tampa Bay was a team that could have been a 10-win team the year before if Jameis hadn't thrown 30 interceptions. And it was a brilliant – Brady's a brilliant guy, obviously. But part of it was, well, what is Bruce Arians going to be doing in a couple years? He's going to be drinking in retirement, not just after the games – and he enjoys a beer. That's awesome. But he's not going to be coaching in five years. The day Brady retires, Bruce Arians is starting to pack the office. <laughs> so it only makes sense if you've never won before that you're going to say, I don't care about two years from now. Let's get it all now. And kudos. That's what Peyton Manning and Denver did, or Denver did with Peyton Manning. They mortgaged the future for a couple chances to win. You know what? They won a Super Bowl. That's awesome. Tampa's won one. Green Bay is a public trust. It's not owned by any individual. It's owned by the fans. And the fans aren't they don't the GM doesn't make decisions like let's mortgage 5 years from now for now. So if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be with Green Bay and that approach, why in the heck did they, he take 67 million in 2018 from him? It was not like he was drafted by him and he never left because he couldn't. He's resigned what? 3 times? So, but isn't it interesting, Josh? We can't even get someone to try to answer the question. That was a great comment. But why is Aaron Rodgers upset? And we'll go to Wisconsin to see if we can get that answer. And Mitch is with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Mitch, you're on the air. Rodgers is just a giant baby and unrealistic. And uh, as a Packer fan, I hope most of us are done with him. 
I like yeah. that. I mean, I, I, we got to round. We got to round down to get to eleven on that. But uh, well, listen, Gavin was hardcore the first time. I pre- <laughs> now let's be honest, Jones. Do you hear how they're counting? Like they've got the words planned out. Yeah, it's the best thing that ever happened to radio callers. Because they, it takes them two minutes to clear their throat usually, right? Yeah. You know, now it's like they know they got eleven words. Can I patent this idea? Do it. I don't think you can, but I'd like to see it spread. To be honest, because I listen to a lot of sports talk. Let's go one more. All right, let's go to Denver for that. Where Sam is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Sam, go ahead. Core management culminating in the Jordan Love pick. Mm. Ooh. Okay. okay. Now, can we keep him on? So, one question to you. He's already if gone. Green Bay, and what we have here is data that says, in the time since Aaron Rodgers started, that's 2008, they have the second most playoff points, as we call them, which is advancements by round. New England's one. Green Bay is two. Baltimore is three. Seattle is four. And Green Bay is clearly second. It's 38 points for New England, 26 for Green Bay, 23 for Baltimore. So I know Aaron Rodgers is good, but if management's been inept, if they've fallen short, one, this is the organization that had now 20-plus years of Aaron Rodgers and Favre, and somehow that continuity worked, and they're the second most successful team during his era. How can we say management's the issue? Yeah. No, we don't got him. No, no, he's yeah, he dropped. Yeah, oh, he dropped. yeah, he dropped. Okay, well, I'm asking rhetorically, Jonas. What do you think? <laughs> no, I, I just I don't think it's this dire situation that everybody makes it out to be. It actually reminds me a little bit dire. Of, it's the, uh, the second most successful team. It, it, it reminds me a little bit of the Deshaun Watson stuff when everybody's talking about how bad the Texans organization was, and he, and Bill O'Brien doesn't know what he's doing, and blah blah blah, and it's like. Man, they won the division four times. They were in the playoffs a bunch. It's hard to be consistent in the NFL. The Texans were pretty consistently in the playoff mix, or at least in the or in the playoffs rather for several years in a row. And we made it out to be like it was the Cleveland Browns when they were going, you know, a one in thirty-one in a two-year span. I didn't get it. Straight out of Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You make a good point. That's Jonas Knox. We're straight out of Vegas. You make a good point. And I think there's a clarification even beyond that, which is anything an organization has done wrong, it's only pertinent if it's after you sign the contract. So if the guy shows up, he doesn't shave, and he asks the girl to marry him, and she says yes, and then she's mad a year in, he doesn't shave. It's like, well, you married him knowing he doesn't shave. Well, if, and Deshaun Watson's a good example of that, you could make the case that an organization had some issues. In fact, I don't even think you have to make the case. There were some issues with uh, 
you know, black players and the owner at the time who's now passed away and talk about, you know, there was some uh, insensitive talk. And I don't remember yeah. all the exact details, but generally you could say if you're a minority player playing in Houston, you might not like the ownership group. I wouldn't have said, oh, that's crazy. But when you take the money, meaning you sign not the rookie deal, but the second deal, you've just said, given all the givens prior, I'm staying here. Now you got to start telling me new stuff that's changed. So Aaron Rodgers took 67 million in 2018. What have the Packers done since then that's so egregious? It's one thing to say over his whole career, I don't think you can find much. But since he took all this money, they've gone 26 and six in the regular season, right? Yeah, and that was after you know, like uh, all this stuff that he's been upset about. You know, the the his quarterback coach being gone. He didn't have a say in the head coach that was hired. Well. <laughs> Both of those haven't really impacted the success of the organization because Matt LaFleur is off to one of the all-time great starts as a head coach. You've been in the NFC title game twice, two years in a row. I just, I think a lot of this is a bit much. 